Yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we'll dive into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B and have some fun along the way. My name is Jessica Cross, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's dive in. Welcome back. This is Marketing Off The Mat, and I'm Jess. I'm so glad to be here with you today. We have a really cool episode today. It's a clip that I did from a talk with my friend, Gabby Metz. She's the content yogi, and you've heard her here on the podcast before. We were diving into, you know, some of the mindset stuff when it comes to marketing our business and putting ourselves out there. And we spend so much time talking about the actual tactics, but we've got to make sure we got our mind right before we start putting ourselves out there. And I wanted to share this portion of that talk with you because I feel it's so important. We dive into uh, a very buzzy uh, term that is all over the internet, all over the interwebs, imposter syndrome. And I'm sure you've come across that. And I'm going to bet because if you're anything like me, you've definitely felt it, these self-limiting beliefs. And I want to start by first saying, remember, there's nothing wrong with you. If you have felt these self-limiting beliefs in your business or in your life, it's totally normal. It's totally common. I have it too. Pretty much everyone I've ever spoken to has felt that same way. So the more that we talk about it, the more we recognize and acknowledge, the less power it has over us. So I want to share this episode with you for that very reason today. Take a listen. I hope it fills your cup. How how you actually see it impacting people trying to grow a yoga business online? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's such a good question. And I feel like Imposter syndrome is so buzzy right now. When I was thinking about this, is you know, we of course we made plans to chat about this ahead of time. So I was like, oh yeah, I love imposter syndrome. It's almost synonymous that with just being in business these days, and especially being women, it's like, oh, it's imposter syndrome, and you're like, yeah, I know what that means. But you know, really, like, what what does that mean? Like, what what are the feelings? What are the energetics behind it? And what I could really kind of come up with is, it's not a new term. It, it's it's actually was coined in the 70s so it's been around for a really long time but it seems to be a little bit more prevalent these days it seems to be um i don't know if it's because we're in the brene brown era which is um happy hallelujah to be in that era um that it's just it's kind of yeah i know it's all we're, i'm sure we're all raising our hands here um it's it's just so um maybe we have the language now maybe we are more exposed to it and it's um it's something that we can kind of wrap our brains around and, and actually understand it's like that's what i'm feeling so you know imposter syndrome is when we feel like a fraud basically it kind of drop kind of just distills all the way down to that. We're stepping into a new season, a new job, a new role, uh, trying something in our business, or, you know, maybe we're stepping up at the front of the room for the first time to teach. And we're like, who the heck am I to do this? Who the heck am I to say, okay, like I'll raise my hand. And we start feeling this like squeeziness around the heart center. We start feeling this, like, are they going to find me out that I'm a fraud? I'm not an expert in this, they're going to know it's all going to be unraveled, you know, and then this like shame and vulnerability kind of comes up into our hearts and into our minds. 
And we start feeling those things and we just kind of close down. It's just in, in energetically, like our heart center, our throat closes down a little bit too. And so this, this idea of imposter syndrome can creep into all parts of our business and into our lives. I can, I could probably name a dozen times when this is, is popped up. And I don't think it's ever something that we really get past that it will kind of come up several different times when we're met with a new task or we're met with a new opportunity. Maybe we're teaching in a new location or we're starting to teach Zoom classes. Maybe we're opening a membership and we just are met with those feelings. Once again, it's kind of like an old friend. Hey there, I see you. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I can actually remember, so when we first immigrated here, we, um, so in South Africa, we, we privileged enough for, uh, I don't even know how you want to put it, but like we don't fill up our own gas at the petrol station. It just doesn't happen. Um, so here I had to do it for the first time and there I was on YouTube trying to get tutorials of trying to fill up my own car. It was like a crazy thing. And then there were the voices saying, you can't do this. You have no idea what you're doing. You need to phone your husband. And then there was like damsel in distress. So it was like, I told you, I'm just laughing because it does, it creeps everywhere. And it is so, so true. So I'm just having like a real giggle about that. But besides the point, so I love that explanation. And I think that it's so true. And like, you see all these people creating these reels about it um, with imposter syndrome, like lurking in the background. So it's like a real, um, it's funny. It's nice because like, I agree, people are having conversations about it. People are talking about it. And it's like, almost like there's no shame but there's still like a stigma because we just still don't do it. Right. So we still love pushing. We still care so much about what other people think. And where, where I'm at with my people is that I try to explain to them is that guys like Instagram's just an app. Like at the end of the day, you put down your phone, you carry on living your real life. Like it's just an app. It's just, um, it's, it's, it's you, you hand so much power over to something that um, doesn't give you that same kind of power back. If that makes sense. And so just in terms of when it comes to marketing, like, I mean, I can see like with my community, they get stuck, like they don't even create, you know, so they plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and plan and they've got the plan, but it's just hitting that execution button, you know, it's like, hit, or execution's a bad word, but it's like hitting the button to say, okay, cool. Like, let's just start, let's just do this. Like, what other ways do you find that this like negatively impacts yoga teachers on actually marketing themselves? Oh, yes. And if you're feeling, if you're listening right now, you're watching us and you feel that you say, I just, I love to plan. I have all these ideas, but when it comes to actually hitting like press the post or sending the email or raising your hand for that new class, whatever it is, it's so relatable by the way. Like it's, it's something that we all deal with. I know I deal with it in seasons and it's gotten in my way. I know I definitely has gotten in my way and I, I'm sure that it will again. So it's, it's not a thing that's like, you know, Gabby and I are sitting up on our pedestals. It's like, this is something we don't deal with. We deal with it for sure. <laughs> so if you're feeling that, just know you're not alone. And then if you're wanting to figure out ways to push past it, um, I have a couple of ideas for you. Um, the very first thing is, um, let's go ahead and set it to the side, acknowledge it, let it sit in the seat, maybe move it to the back seat and say, okay, I see you fear. I see you imposter syndrome. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for raising your hand and trying to protect my heart. I need to move forward in my business. So take a back seat. Let's get to posting because I find that 
if I'm feeling that like, I don't feel like posting, I'm afraid of what people are going to think of me. I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z. There's usually a very long list. If I just press send, it usually goes away. <laughs> it's that action. So there are lots of, um, you know, business coaches out there that say, you know, action, uh, clarity comes with action. So when we move past that area that's blocking us, it's keeping us safe, then we start to unpack a little bit. We start to say, oh, okay, actually that post really resonated with my audience. What can I take from this? Or it actually didn't. Oh no. Well, what happened? Nothing. I'm okay. You know, like it's actually fine. Like nothing bad happened to me. I just learned something though. I learned that maybe that type of content isn't quite right. Is it the image? Is it the real? Is it the caption? Okay, cool. So how can I adjust? And I find I start to create this momentum. This momentum kind of takes hold. And this is, you know, even aside from Instagram, we can use it in our email marketing. We start looking at the analytics and seeing what's landing. Is it the time of day, day of week type of content? Was it too busy? Was it what didn't have enough content? You, know, you just start using it as a way to gather information rather than feeling like every single eye on the world is at you <laughs> and start using it as a, as a way to experiment. Completely. Like, I think that that reframing right there changes the game completely. And I know for me, initially, when I started like Instagram, when I started my emails, when I started this whole online journey, and even just putting myself out there and saying like, hey, I actually have a service and I can do X, Y, and Z for you, or I can help you. And it just felt like, oh, you know, like, gosh, I just wanted to crawl into a hole. But reframing it, reframing it almost in a way, and like marketers do this, it's qualitative research. You know, the difference is, is that we have got qualified people now that have shown some kind of interest in what we're doing. And we just have to tweak our strategies slightly. And maybe strategy is a scary word even for, for some of the people watching. So I don't really like to use it, but maybe we've just got to tweak our actions, you know, and just kind of like, like I've had reels that have done really well. And I've had reels that have gotten like two views and it's like, heart-wrenching when you just think oh what happened and then it's like okay you know what my audience doesn't respond to this and that's cool because I'm not going to do it again I'm going to try something different or whatever it is so um and like I've actually got a story so there was a time where I scheduled a post to go out and usually I, li I like to hang around the posts once they've gone out um and so I did it and I scheduled it out but I scheduled it for the wrong day so the wrong post went out on the wrong day and it was this post about something it was like for engagement like i wanted to get to know our audience and their thoughts and stuff and it was a post about dogs in the bed yes or no and the funniest thing happened like i didn't even know that it went out and my phone started blowing up i couldn't believe it i was on the fence i didn't even want to send this out because i was like who cares about this and everybody had an opinion everybody had an opinion and i was surprised people are not actually all for dogs in the bed but that's the point right is that even the things that seem really stupid to you um, you know, could be really relatable and connect with somebody else on a really, on a different level. And that's what I teach my people. You know, I, I teach people and yoga teachers that it's not just about yoga. Like you're showing up and you've got to show up as a holistic person who is relatable and you have got real desires. You have got real likes and dislikes. You've got real challenges and stuff. And this is not a place to air your dirty laundry and get into all those nitty gritty details, but it is a place to show up 
and connect at a heartfelt level. And I think that that for me is what I love about Instagram. And that's what I try. That's what I try to do for, for all of my students is just to reframe it and look at it at this heartfelt place where we are all learning because that's really it, you know? And I think the biggest thing is, is that we find like when we get stuck in the scroll, we do, we find ourselves comparing ourselves to other yoga teachers that have, we don't know how long they've been doing it for, you know? So we land up comparing our beginning to somebody else's middle, to somebody else's middle and a half or wherever it is. And it shuts us down, you know, completely. Yeah. 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 yeah so. Oh my gosh. I resonated so much with what you said. Well, first of all, I love, I love your like email blast story. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, it's sort of like the universe is like, yeah, you're going to send this one out. Go ahead and send <laughs> Well, I'll do it for you. <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, it's like, like you said, it's, it's, um, you know, Instagram is such a beautiful tool. Social media is such a beautiful tool because I mean, you and I would not be connected if it weren't for that. And, and there's so, you know, there's, we're just one story of many. Um, and it's almost like, um, you know, it, it, it can be so overwhelming when we start maybe looking at hashtags or just even simply like the people that we follow and we're like, oh my gosh, that post got 500 likes. How did they do that? Like, it's just mind blowing. You're like, well, why would I even bother with my 15 likes or whatever it is? It's like, you can't compare. And also too, we have this idea of vanity metrics when it comes to Instagram. And it's like, we see these people with giant followings that are, let's say they're teaching restorative yoga or power yoga. And that, you know, we're power yogis or restorative yogis. We're like, well, why would I even bother? Everybody follows them. It actually, they may not have a huge engaged audience. And the other thing is they aren't going to say it like you're going to say it. And only you can say it that way. So if you're not willing to show up or push past that little imposter syndrome dude who's sitting in the back and just say, you know what, I see you and I'm going to post anyway, you're actually doing a disservice. You're not meeting the people where they are. Like they're, they, they need you. They need you to show up with your unique message because no one else can do it. So if you're feeling that way, it's so relatable, but just know that if you don't show up, you aren't serving your people and they're not getting that message. And I think, I think one of the most important things is, is also just to serve yourself, you know, like you owe it to yourself. Like you take part in a teacher training. Like I think of the first time I ever taught my first class and I stood up on the podium and I actually wanted to like, like just go into a puddle of melted sweat on the floor or just a puddle of me on the floor. Like it was terrifying, but you know, someone said to me when I did my first hot yoga class, they said, you only have to do your first class once. And that's, that's what I want to share with people is that you only have to do it once. You only have to do your first once, your first live once, your first real once, your first um, post once. And it's not about like, like you say, like the vanity metrics and touching on that, like they look good and you feel good. You do, you feel good when you see those hearts popping up and stuff. But I want to remind you of the power of one, the power of one person, the power of one person that is sitting there on the other end of the screen that is taking the time to listen to what you have to say or taking the time to just um, do your live yoga class or taking the time to just take a couple of breaks when you are guiding them or just taking the time to read your story and feeling inspired by it. But the power of one person person that is one more person one more person that you have got 
that is interested in you and interested in your yoga offerings and interested in what you have to say. That is one more person than you would have had if you were sitting there getting stuck in the scroll hole doing nothing. So whether you've got an audience of 10 people, 500 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people, if you are not serving those people, so like you said, just like meeting them where they're at, like it is so, so important. If you're not serving them with your content, if you're not serving them by being relatable, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice. And like you say, like your community, they need, they need you. You know, yeah. I really believe it. It's such a, yeah, and it's such a thing. And you only really can see that once you get started once mm -hmm. you take that messy action and you can see like people saying hey like this resonates this does it whatever you know and the conversations start happening and yeah. the biggest thing when the conversations start happening and it's the me too's and you know you're putting your hand up there and stepping up like i truly believe teacher training is far more far more scary than showing up on instagram wasn't that conversation with Emily so good? She has incredible energy and I just love this feminine approach to the chakra system and using it to manifest. If you have an inkling to write a book, maybe create a course, you should definitely check out her book. Again, it's The Meaning Method, A Spiritual Path to Writing and Publishing. And she's incredible. Definitely support her and check her out on Instagram as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram at, at JessicaCross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.